Buenos dias, Mission Street. This is our second edition of the Rorschach Venezuela Update, your weekly info blast of the stuff you need to know about. Today is Thursday, the 22nd of April, 2021. So here we go. The chief executive of the UN World Food Program arrived in Venezuela and signed an alliance with Maduro's government to reach and help 185,000 young people this year with food supplies. The plan is to expand to 1.5 million kids in the next two years. Humanitarian workers and NGOs applaud the news since for several years they have claimed and denounced the fact that Maduro's government uses the statal food program for political purposes and it just reaches people who openly support them. Although this alliance is good news for the poorest Venezuelans, the arrival of the World Food Program is also strong evidence that the levels of poverty that exist in the country is astounding. According to the UN, in 2019, Venezuela had the fourth worst food crisis in the world, with more than 9 million people experiencing hunger or insufficient food intake. Venezuela announced that it has made the second payment to receive COVID-19 vaccines under the COVAX agreement. The Maduro government has paid approximately 120 million U.S. dollars between the two payments in order to access 11 million vaccines in the coming week. The vaccination plans, as well as the type of vaccines that will be delivered, have not been clarified, but Maduro's government mentioned that teachers and health personnel would have priority. Workers in the health sector have held protests in Caracas accompanied by the president in charge, Juan Guaido, to demand access to vaccines and immediate vaccination plans since they belong to the sector that runs the highest risk of contamination. The U.S. supports the claims of doctors and nurses stating that it is urgent to vaccinate frontline workers who are in hospitals dealing with the pandemic. This claim is added to the complaints of corruption and lack of transparency that Latin American countries have incurred in the vaccination process. Venezuela does not escape since politicians and military have been prioritized in immunization with the arrival of the first doses. In the Venezuelan case, even Nicolas Maduro announced that he had received the vaccine before healthcare workers. In addition to blocking the entry of AstraZeneca vaccines to the country because they were those offered by Juan Guaido, The Maduro government established an agreement with Cuba to produce doses of its Abdallah vaccine in Venezuela. This vaccine is still in phase two and has no results from peer-reviewed clinical studies. NGOs in Venezuela face another new obstacle to carry out their work in the country. The government has created an administrative ruling that obliges all nonprofit organizations to register with the National Office Against Organized Crime and Terrorism Financing and declare all the information, both legal and financial, before them. This constitutes a violation of international law since it violates the privacy of the victims who report or receive aid from these organizations. The measure puts at risk a large part of the population that, due to the multiple crises in the country, is experiencing received different types of international aid through these organizations. The organizations and their staff have spoken out against these measures through statements on social media stating that they will not comply with the government's demands since it is a coercive instrument that seeks to control and politicize humanitarian work and intimidate employees of these organizations. The Venezuelan newspaper El Nacional, one of the oldest in the country and with an editorial line openly against socialism, has been hit with a lawsuit for $13 million 
from Diosdado Cabello, the vice president of the Socialist Party and the president of Maduro's National Assembly. Diosdado Cabello demands this payment for what he calls moral damages after suing them for defamation. Through a statement on its website, the newspaper stated the obvious, which is that this lawsuit is nothing more than a thinly disguised attempt to take over the newspaper. In alliance with the International Office of Migration, IOM, the General Directorate of Migration of the Dominican Republic has begun a process to regulate Venezuelan migrants in the country. This process is done through a web platform and will cost each migrant between three and four hundred dollars. This process consists of three steps that involve extending the duration of a tourist stay, a visa application, and finally the residence permit application. According to the official figures from the Dominican Republic, around 114,000 Venezuelans reside in the Dominican Republic, and more than 80% of them have an irregular migratory legal status. The president of Colombia, Ivan Duque, ruled out an immediate opening of the border with Venezuela due to the increase in cases of coronavirus in the country. President Duque stated that despite the urgent need to open the border due to the economic exchange between the two countries, Health should be prioritized, and therefore the borders will remain closed until there is more certainty regarding the pandemic in Venezuela. Meanwhile, Padrino Lopez, Minister of Defense in Venezuela, announced that he would send military vehicles, including minesweepers, into the Apure state bordering Colombia to protect the Venezuelan military in their fight against Colombian guerrillas who have been identified as dissidents from FARC. Venezuelan creators continue to give off a positive buzz. This Sunday, the fashion designer Gabriel Nogueira, founder and creative director of the of the firm Ruberth, was the winner at the Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week in Madrid. In this event, young designers are awarded and uh, a financial prize to continue their projects. Nogueira's firm presented an eco-sustainable line that reuses textile materials discarded by large factories. The line is called Fat Man as it is inspired by the atomic bombing of Japan during the Second World War. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. We'll keep you updated week by week with the big stuff going down in Venezuela. You can email us at podcast at Rorschach.com. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at Rorschach.com with ideas, comments, or anything else. Take care. See you next Friday. Hasta la próxima.